Hey everyone, welcome back to the Every Effort Podcast. I'm your co-host Matt, and I've got Jocelyn here with me. Hello guys. And today, we're changing it up a little bit. Instead of podcasting, as Jocelyn termed it, we are now standcasting. So before we were sitting, and now we're standing. Revolutionary. It'll be a whole different episode. Matt can touch the ceiling, and I'm, I don't know, I'm pretty much the same eye level as I was before. Basically, what you guys need to know is we will be coming in hot with different perspectives from different points of view. Because our blood is circulating more efficiently now. It is. It's like we're whole new people today. But if you've been a regular listener of our show, our podcast, we just want to give you a huge thanks. We appreciate that you come back and listen to the content that we bring. If you haven't already, please leave a review or tell a friend. And if you're new, welcome. We are happy to have you here. And we hope that all the stuff that we talk about gives insight and just challenges you at where you are in life as a Christian, as a worker, as a brother, a daughter, son, whatever you name it. We're trying to make better young adults and trying to figure it out ourselves. Here at Every Effort, we are so blessed, a little stressed, and making every effort to figure out the rest. So no, you are not alone in that effort. And today we're talking a little bit about giving every effort to show up to church, right? We're talking about people giving up on showing up to church. And it's a trend that we're seeing, even as the world population is increasing, the number of people showing up to church is decreasing in certain demographics. And it's sad to see and something that we get a lot of hope and encouragement for and want to share with everyone else. It makes sense. People have stopped going to church. I mean, with COVID, I think that was just so easy to stop going. It was kind of an easy excuse for people and myself Hmm. included to just not go in person for a couple of weeks or months at a time. And, you know, at this point, people aren't really concerned about getting sick anymore. I think it's it's a hard jump to go from no in-person socialization. And then now it's like, you're supposed to go to church in person like every week. Like that's a that's a lot of commitment for somebody. I feel like every age group took it so differently. I feel like older people couldn't wait to get back out there and be with people again. And our age group realized like, oh, wow, this watching church from my couch thing is kind of nice. I can fold my laundry. I can cook breakfast. I can get it all done. And I think not going hides all of the benefits. And then once we go back, we realize why it was so great that we were able to go to church in the first place and why we missed it at first. I mean, I I get it. Like, To me, I think going to church takes a lot of effort socially. Like, I feel like I'm not entirely where I was two and a half years ago with church and just how regular it was. Like, it's still it's still an effort to fill your schedule with things that you have to show up to in person. Like, I don't I don't really blame people for that. But I do want to challenge people about that, because even though it's hard, I think it's something that every Christian needs to be disciplined about. Yeah, to your point, um, we did some research on this topic, and we found that a strong majority of people of our age group, so Gen Z and millennials, who said that they made a personal commitment to God, don't attend church in person or online at least once a month. So that was really discouraging because these are people who have made that commitment, accepted Christ, like know that they want to grow in this, but the showing up to church part or just tuning into church part can be either challenging or something that they're having trouble following through on. Yeah, like you said, the young younger generation really is uh, more inclined to sit back and kind of wait for things to pass over. But now at this point, 
it's it's kind of an issue where like there are research studies about this because I think every church is noticing that there is an emptiness of young people and Matt and I have seen it too. I've I've been to several churches since COVID started and it was hard to find like a group of young adults. Like I felt like I had to filter out by which church even has a young adult group. Yeah, I think we have really good testaments to that. And even though it was hard and took a lot of searching, I'm really grateful that we both found our group separately. I feel like that was something that we intentionally set out for. And I think it was hard to understand at the time why it was so important to be around people who are at, who were at our stage of life. But it adds so much to the experience of going to church, right? Like in church, you've got the worship, you've got the group prayer. There are all these amazing things that being in person has. But then also having that community connected to church who are in your same stage of life, right? There are people who are going through what you're going through, people who have just gone through what you're going through, or people that you can share your experiences with. And I think it adds so much community, so much value, and so much purpose to showing up every week. And on another note, it just keeps you accountable because there's a yeah. group of people saying, hey, where were you? You know, what's going on? Yeah. Would you say that someone who primarily attends church online or at home is a practicing or a non-practicing practicing Christian? I would definitely say they're a practicing Christian. I, I don't think that it is any less faithful or any less um, caring of someone who goes to church online. But I think what they are missing is just missing out on a lot of the benefits of going in person. Like, I strongly believe that when there is a big group of people in the same space physically singing and worshiping and praising, that the Holy Spirit is present with that, and that there's this collective group of prayer and worship, and that doing that in a community not only spiritually has an effect, but also just emotionally and physically. Like, you feel it tangibly in the room. You feel the power of the songs. You feel the power of, you know, the person next to you who's like really feeling what's going on. Like they might be going through a lot and you just see the power of what God's doing. You see all the people whose lives are being changed. And I think it adds so much that you don't see when you're just tuning in online and you don't feel or experience. Yeah, I think it, it's a well-known fact at this point that doing things in person and connecting to people in person is not, uh, there's nothing else that can compare to that. You can't do virtual reality, you can't (laughs) do uh, Skype or Zoom meetings, and it's just, it's just not the same. Like, there's definitely a level of where, like, there's an ideal, and and there's also the average. And right now, the average feels like a hybrid situation where people are attending half the time and then they're watching from home half the time or they're just some sort of combination of whatever percentage you name it and I I really want to challenge that for Christians I want to see more people show up and make that commitment not just to us or to like to their friends but make that commitment to God because I think it's clear in the Bible that we can't do life alone and That means we need to bring people who are like-minded, who are also committed to the word and learning from its wisdom. Um, That's the best way that you can grow as a Christian. And that should be the most important thing in your life if you are a Christian. And to show up is, it's free to you. It might be a lot of emotional effort, but it's like a discipline, like I mentioned earlier. While I do agree, I don't think we should rule out virtual reality church. That sounds really Uh, fun, having a hundred people with their goggles on walking around a little stage. I guess. I mean, (laughs) there's got to be more more like social research on that, but I I guess I would be open. Yeah. Maybe a VR Bible study 
Or you know what? VR hangouts. That would be really cool. Oh, that is cool. Yeah, that's the one really positive thing about COVID is they aren't the best ways to do it, but we found alternatives that are so much better than, you know, just texting or hopping on a Zoom call. Like people got really creative. I, I love that the creativity is there. Of like, you know, even if we can't legally meet each other, we're still going to work around ways to do that. And I think mm-hmm. we still have adopted a lot of those tools to this day, which I've really liked, like just being able to stay connected with my friends on a regular basis, virtually, because if we're in different states, that's hard. But if you're in the same city, like, you know, don't neglect each other, like meet mm-hmm. each other um, and think about each other. And just you never know what someone's going through. And more often than not, I found that within a group, a lot of people experience the same hurts and and longings and loneliness is such a huge a thing we need to like be striving to avoid it's, it's a problem for people our age and i just read this yesterday in a book that your brain actually releases a toxin when you feel lonely loneliness and what's interesting is like it's it's poison to your body and it's worse than the physical effects of smoking cigarettes whoa yeah so if like if you're if you can't do it for yourself, maybe think of somebody else who might just need your presence there. That's a great point. I think there are so many things that we are called to do in the Bible that you just can't complete on your own, right? Having this community, encouraging our brothers and sisters, being there for people who need it, being able to grieve with them, being able to celebrate in their success. There's so much community that's going on in the Bible. Like, There are lots of instances in the Bible where someone will go alone and they isolate themselves to be in prayer, and there's a lot of glory in those things, but the rest of the story of the Bible is people working together, people pulling each other through hard times, people gathering their friends when they're in trials or when they're having successes. Like That's a lot of what we can do, and I think you can always have a relationship with Christ on your own or in isolation, but you can't have that community of Christians who are encouraging you in your faith or that you're also ministering to others alongside. And if you guys are having trouble showing up to church, maybe you just need more comfortable socks. So we totally recommend these Bearing Athletic socks. You can get them for women or for men at Amazon. And if you're trying to make friends, buy an extra pair for them. Uh, Our link is in our description. And if you just want to support us, you love the show, please use our link to buy the socks. And you can visit all our other recommended household and non-household products on our website, everyeffortpodcast.com. So I know we've talked a lot about the positives and a lot of the things that we have to gain from going to church. So, you know, for people who can see that and who have experienced that, it begs the question, why aren't people showing up to church, right? What is keeping people away or what is even turning them away from showing up to church in person? Yeah, if it were me, I think my reason would be like, it's emotionally exhausting Mm. and I'm at a point in my life where it feels like a lot of things socially can just be exhausting to just show up. So doing the whole self care stuff is like something I really value. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you guys want to hear more about self care, listen to episode three. But um, in that same study you were mentioning earlier, they did try to ask uh, young people and by young people, I mean, Gen Z and millennials, what their reasons were for dropping out of church when they moved away from col- to college. Hmm. And unfortunately, 
they said that church members seemed judgmental and hypocritical. They also didn't feel connected to the people in the church, and they disagreed with the church's stance on social issues or their work responsibilities prevented them from attending. So these sound like kind of mix of practical reasons and just disagreement, feeling judged. So there's a lot, lot packed in that study. Yeah, that's challenging. I mean, it's really good to think that there is a church for everyone out there, and I firmly believe that, and it's important to find a church that aligns with the way that you understand the Bible, right, and something that's preaching the truth. But, you know, it's also challenging to hear things like one of the top reasons being just that they moved away for college, right? And to me, that portrays how hard it is just to get connected. I think it can be intimidating to show up to a church on the first day, and a lot of these, you know, judgmental or hypocritical notes can come out of a small sample size, because it's hard to hear things out of context, or you might show up to one of the more stern sermons, and it's just hard to get an idea of what a church is like without diving in for a little while. So I think I would encourage people to try every church with a few week little trial. Like I wouldn't Mm. go just for one week. I would pick out a church that looks good online or has been recommended and say, okay, I'm going to go for three weeks. I'm going to go through three sermons. I'm going to speak to someone after every, you know, lecture, whether that's, or sermon, whether that's going out to the, you know, outside table, like our church has a place for new uh, members to get connected and just talking and saying, hey, what do you guys believe? I'm new to the area. I'm trying to get plugged in. And I think exploring all of those options is the best way to find one because like this says, not every church is a great fit and it's really hard to narrow down which one might be the right one for you. Yeah, I think asking God too for just some sort of revelation that you're where you should be too, like some sort of Mm. peace or internal comfort, because I don't think anyone feels comfortable right off the bat with a group of brand new people. Like it takes time to build those relationships. And like Matt said, you need a trial period and consider it like a free subscription to (laughs) a place, but try different places out. I know something that we both tried was attending different churches at the same time. And then you just kind of, you got to pick one eventually. But, you know, we see benefits in staying home, watching church, doing church online, and there is a time and place for that. But we're not going to encourage people to just be stagnant that way. I really think that our generation needs more of a push and more of an encouragement to take that next step and take that commitment. And Matt and I aren't a church, you know, like we're not... We don't benefit from this at all. Like our focus is really to love on you guys and to try to give you a better way to life because we've been benefited by showing up to church and now we're realizing like, hey, let's bring more people in. Let's get more people to show up. Like we don't need to start from scratch with every single person that comes into church. Like let's bring the people who used to go often and try Mm. to create a community and build on each other's experiences of what we can avoid going forward and how we can make church better. But we can't do that unless you show up. I'm glad you brought that up because one of the things that jumped off the page from this list of reasons is that people didn't feel connected to other people in the church. And that's really challenging. Like you said, it's very socially draining. It's hard to put yourself out there to meet new people. I would encourage everyone to get involved in something you're interested at church, whether it's, you know, you're really good with working with things, you, you know, help set up the church or work on technology. If you're passionate about leading kids, you help out with daycare, with a college ministry. Like there are people who are passionate about what you're passionate about, but it's 
it's tough to show up every week. Like I felt really bad about this for years until I heard our pastor talk about it is there are weeks where you just don't want to show up to small group. You don't want to go hang out with friends because you're tired or drained. But week after week, that's the place that fills you up. Even though you're exhausted, even though you often don't feel like going, I'm always glad I did because it's a community of people who care about you, who want to accept you. There are certainly churches that aren't good at being accepting, but from our experience, it's super exciting when someone shows up and they're passionate about God, they want to make friends, they want to find this community because that's what everyone else is at church for too. So while it's intimidating, I can't think of in the right setting and in the right church with the right congregation, there's not a more accepting or welcoming place you could find. All it takes is, hey, I'm new here. I'd love to find, you know, a young adult community or find something that's out there for me. And people are excited that you're excited about God. We need to give our listeners some more reasons to come to church because we could probably spend a whole episode on (laughs) it. But just a little last piece of encouragement to you guys. So Matt mentioned fellowship, right? You get that encouragement and you're, whether you realize it or not, you being somewhere encourages somebody else. Like even if they know that you're struggling, like the fact that you showed up, it means something, okay? It's an expression of what you are prioritizing and that mindset will rub off onto other people and vice versa. That mindset will rub off onto you as well. Worship, right? Worship is a part of being a Christian and doing that with other Christians is the best. You're when you're in that environment and you can just feel the Holy Spirit moving and just like Matt said, have your seeing your neighbor just love God in the ways that they express that through music or dance is just great. There's also, and this is something that I have really seen lately, is the power of group prayer, whether that's praying together at a service, whether that's coming together with a small group, but having someone just hear what you're going through, hear what you're wishing for, um, being able to express that prayer in a group of other people who are praying alongside you, who are also checking in and keeping you accountable. It's a really exciting experience, and I think it really drives a lot of the things that we're working for. Uh, On that same note, joining a small group. This is an amazing part of church. It's giving you a group of people who are invested in you, who care about you, who want to walk alongside you through life. They share in your successes. They grieve in your, you know, trials and tribulations. It's an amazing thing to have a group of other Christians who have a vast array of backgrounds and wisdom and understandings of different things. I feel like you always get to learn something new. You're always encouraged and always just able to go through life more equipped with a group like that. And then finally, a great reason to come to church is for the ministry. It's really hard to have change uh, on a large scale just doing things on your own. But as part of a larger mission, as part of a church that's doing outreach, whether it's evangelism, you know, things like feeding the homeless um, bringing uh, resources into places where they're needed, just being able to outreach and do things for the glory of God can be so much more helpful when you've got a group of other people who are really committed to doing the same alongside you. Yes. Think about your own health. Think about the health of others and specifically spiritual health, because if one thing isn't working in your life, it's going to affect all other areas. And we don't want people to feel like they're going to become lukewarm Christians. And we think that making this push to show up is going to really, really being an offering to God ultimately. And it's it'll bring glory to him. And that's the only person who you should be focusing on when it comes to showing up um, along with, you know, your neighbors and your other fellow Christians. 
But I hope this episode encouraged you guys. Um, we are happy to hear your comments, concerns, and if there's another topic you want us to talk about on the podcast, let us know. Yeah, we'd love for all of you to be a part of what we're doing here. You can follow along with us on social media at Every Everett Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Another great way to support the show is to rate and review us on whatever platform you're listening to our podcast on. Just helps us with visibility and the ability to share a message with more people. Thanks everyone for tuning in and we can't wait to see you all next week. Bye guys. See you at church.